Hi everyone! Welcome to another episode of Crazy Kai's podcast. On today's episode, we will be discussing the real interactions between English settlers and indigenous people. We'll also touch base on Native Americans' core principles and the impact colonizers had. Disney thought they could fool us with Pocahontas, but the truth is out today. We should probably start from the beginning. Jamestown was the first place colonizers landed when coming to America from Europe. The colonizers had it rough from the start. With little experience of the new environment they found themselves in, and little survival skills, they relied on the Native Americans for essential supplies like food. One leader of the English, John Smith, was often found threatening the lives of of the Powhatan tribe to receive food. This leads us to our first interaction with Native Americans. As you can tell, it was definitely one of conflict. John Smith was trying to control the actions of the Native American people and went so far as to threaten their lives. And it wasn't only John Smith. Many of the colonizers showed similar behavior. To further show how the interaction between the English and Native Americans was one of conflict is shown during the starving times. During starving times, colonizers would kill women and children for food. Yep, they were cannibals. These English men also sexually targeted and raped the Powhatan women and children. This forced them into fear and changing of their normally exposed summer clothing. Fast forward to 1619, after the English have settled in a bit, Matawaka, also known as Pocahontas, was kidnapped, which additionally shows the conflict between the settlers and indigenous people. Before Matawaka was kidnapped, she was married to Kokokum, who was part of the Padawamic tribe. And the reason... Matawaka chose the name Pocahontas was because it was her mother's name. To give more detail on Matawaka's kidnapping and the motives from both sides, the English, or Captain Argyll specifically, thought taking Matawaka would stop any attacks from the Powhatan tribe. Argyll was the one who came into their tribe, into their village, and threatened them by saying they could either give up Matawaka or suffer violence against their village. The only reason Chief Zapazaw who was the brother of Matawaka's husband, agreed to this was because Argyll promised she would only be gone temporarily. This promise was of course broken, and Matawaka's husband was killed by the colonists. While in captivity with the English, Matawaka is raped and forced to abandon her firstborn baby. Now carrying the child of her rapist, John Rolfe, not John Smith, Matawaka is forced into a marriage. Some called this forced marriage a peace offering between the two groups. It is a European and indigenous debate whether the marriage was one of love or force. Although, I definitely disagree with the European standpoint. Even though I disagree with the European view, another type of conflict can be shown from this interaction, accommodation. Accommodation is a balance between conflict and cooperation. This is shown because Matawaka's kidnapping was seen as a symbol of peace, by some, not all, but nevertheless it was supposed to balance the two groups of people. Chief Zapazaw only gave up Matawaka to save their tribe. He was hoping it would be a trade for peace, which is what accommodation is. Giving up Matawaka was not an easy choice at all, but they chose to cooperate in hope of peace. After Matawaka is married off to John Rolfe, he takes her to England where she unfortunately dies at the young age of 20 from what is believed to be poison. 
Matawaka was miserable while in England and converted to Christianity with the name Rebecca. All of these factors, the violence and aggressiveness toward the Powhatan tribe on their land, kidnapping Matawaka and parading her around as an exotic trophy, disrupting their peace and forcefully taking their land, all connect to how this interaction was conflict and accommodation. To elaborate on one specific interaction on the indigenous communities, we have to go back to the Tidewater Wars to explain how their place of living was impacted. If we go back to the Tidewater Wars in 1622, we see how Native American land was heavily impacted and taken over and taken over by English. The Tidewater Wars began as a revolt against the colonizers. They were led by Opakinkanoff, who was Chief Powhatan's brother. Opakinkanoff assumed control after his brother died in 1618. During this revolt, the Powhatan tribe burned farms and villages and killed 347 colonies. Their goal was to reduce their land and lessen the English threat against them. The Tidewater Wars go on for quite some time. Around 1644 is when Opakinkanoff realizes the English have settled in too much to do any significant damage. The colonizers capture Opakinkanoff after a week and his imprisonment, and he gets shot and dies. Seeing how they tried to fight, but little damage was done, to keep the Powhatan tribe from putting themselves in any further danger, the next leader is forced into peace talks to prevent more war. This quote from a, for, this quote from a Britannica article about the Powhatan states perfectly how this interaction affected their land and place of living. It states, Treaties were signed between the Powhatan and the English. They limited access to lands that were considered English and set up reservations. The 1677 treaty also set up yearly tribute payments that was made to the English king. The Powhatan were now English subject. subjects. Excuse me. These treaties and peace talks limited the amount of land the Powhatan had. To further seize control, yearly payments were required. They were forced to pay to live on their land, and their land was limited to them. This action symbolizes how much power the English gained over the Powhatan and impacted them greatly. Now that we know about the interaction between the Native Americans and colonists, we can see how it impacted their five principles of culture. Their five principles are reciprocity or generosity, which is to give back and that no one is better than anybody else that everything is alive and has the right to exist, both an and, which is no exclusion, harmony and balance in the world and the spirit, and the seven generation principle, which is thinking about the seven generations that came before and the seven generations that will come after. These core principles were impacted heavily by the colonists. To start off, reciprocity and generosity was affected because the colonists believed the colonists believed that they were better than the Native Americans. You can tell that they you can tell that they thought that they were entitled to the land by the lack of compromise. They also never gave back. It was quite on the contrary. 
they more so took advantage of the land without giving care about needing to return anything. Everything being alive, the seen and unseen, was impacted by the English because of all the killing and brutality they brought amongst the Native American tribes. They murdered many people of the Powhatan tribe, which completely goes against this principle. They also inflicted the same violence by making the Native Americans feel threatened enough to need to kill back out of defense. Both an and was affected because the Native Americans at first were accommodating to the English settlers. They did not exclude them and helped when they needed. Take the pilgrims, for example. This principle was affected because they had to reevaluate who they could accept and be welcoming to. The colonists betrayed their trust and committed many acts that may have affected their belief to never exclude. The colonists were also excluding to the Native Americans because they saw them as different, and different was not accepted for them. You have to remember that the colonists were predominantly white Christian males who may or may not have had a superiority complex. They did not try to accommodate the ways indigenous people were previously living. They saw the land as a fresh start, their fresh start, and disregarded the Native Americans' wishes. Harmony and balance was impacted heavily because the English completely destroyed and disregarded any harmony or balance that was set between them. They killed and forced a lot of conflict on the Native Americans, which completely goes against their beliefs. The Powhatan tribe were at peace before the English arrived on their land. The colonists started wars and forced violence on them. The English took what they wanted without any thought or cost, which disrupted the harmony and balance. The seven generation principle was also heavily impacted by the English. When the colonists came, they did not give thought to how stealing their land would affect the, gener the seven generations above and below in the Native American tribes. They did not give thought to how killing and starting wars or how bringing more people from Europe would impact them. They were selfish and, quite frankly, only thinking for themselves, not the people whose land they were on. The seven generation principle was also affected because traditions and habits were changed when the colonists arrived. For example, women were forced to change their clothing to protect themselves from English men who sexually targeted them. Everything that happened between the Native Americans and colonists allowed us to be living on the land we are today. That is, if you're in the USA, of course. The path to present day was extremely unfortunate the way it happened, and it should not be justified in any way. But it does remind you to take care of this land and to be extremely grateful since it was never really ours. I hope you enjoyed today's Crazy Kai's podcast and learned something new. Only the tip of the iceberg was scratched on this loaded topic, but I hope you have more insight on the subject. Tune in next week when we talk about African culture and identity. Until then, have a magical week. Bye!